Hi, it's me, Anna, and I say no to many things and people, and this has never been a problem for me. I'm good at it. One reason is that I honor the things and people I am saying yes to. So I protect my yeses by saying no to the rest. But maybe, maybe I'm saying no too rashly sometimes, which means too fast, too hasty. And maybe, maybe I'm a bit too radical with my nose sometimes. I learned this in May 2021. My dear ones out there, here comes lesson number five, that saying no to almost everything does not always turn out as good as it's expected to be. It's a short one, this one, but that is because someone called Anna Yelen spontaneously decided on Monday to write one lesson learned per day for the next 12 days. And I did not think two inches further, for example, that this will also mean when all the others are celebrating Christmas, I will be writing. The good thing is, you know I love doing this. But today, yeah, it's a shorter piece. I have read many articles, books and listened to successful people who all preach, say yes to one thing and no to absolutely everything else. And for sure, writers do. They all do. So of course, I would also do it. And I did. In April, I decided to say no to almost everything to work on my book. I tapped myself on the shoulder and I was proud. I thought that this would bring me peace and space for my creativity, but it only brought me confusion and disorientation. And I remember sitting at the lake in Sweden in May thinking, I should be happy right now. No musts anymore. No more publishing the newsletter every Monday. No more weekly podcast episodes. No more filming on the weekends. I'm free. Woohoo. But my woohoo was a sad woohoo. I didn't understand it. And it took some time until I did. I learned that the decision to say no to almost everything also included that I said no to things I love doing. I don't regret that I was radical by saying no to almost everything. On the contrary, that was the way to find out what I was missing. Imagine you erase all your contacts on your phone. Slowly you will add one contact after another, but these are only the contacts you want to call or keep in touch with. Imagine moving to another house and finding yourself in an empty kitchen and the packing cases are still unpacked. But tonight you want to cook a nice dinner. Slowly you unload the equipment you need. Nothing else. I learned that there is a risk when you say no to almost everything. You risk saying no to possibilities. I learned to stay open and flexible to adjust a decision. The no does not have to be written in stone. It sounds logical, but I was clenching to the principle that I have decided to say no and that this now was the path to follow. 
The moment I opened up to adjustments, I felt better. I learned that I could keep small projects next to my big project. It even helps my creativity. And today I still say no to a lot, but I'm more flexible. And that is a good feeling. My dear ones out there, I told you this was a short one. Too short for me, you know. But I will make an exception. It's the 24th of December and maybe you are celebrating Christmas. And if that is so, it's time to wish you a merry, merry Christmas. God jul, as we say in Sweden. Froi Nacht, as we say in Switzerland. Christmas or not, wherever you are, I wish you a day that brings you magic, love, light, pleasure and a bit of rock and roll. Until tomorrow, when I'm back with lesson number six, I will tell you about my approach of not making any promises. Take care. Bye bye. Yours, Anna.